0: award-nominated sound mixer to you. This is Corey, and this is the O The Anthem Podcast.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode 275, I think that's correct, of the O The Anthem Podcast. <laughs> Coming to you from the uh, Penthouse Studios, the hashtag OTA LA studio, high by the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining
0: us. Yes, thank you for listening on your podcatcher of choice, and I'm going to make it real easy for you. Anchor.fm forward slash O The Anthem. You go there, you can find it on any podcatcher that... Uh, you choose whether that's Apple or Google or Spotify or Dog or uh, Pocket Cast or any of them. You'll find them all there. Um, yeah, and beyond that, we got the YouTube. uh, YouTube.com forward slash O the Anthem for the video versions of Mm -hmm. this and all the social media.
1: And of course, yeah, you can find more O the Anthem at O the Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Check out YouTube.com forward slash O the Anthem for all the videos. Um, Of course, everything O the Anthem is available at OtheAnthem.com and we thank those who are coming out late night. Once again, we're here on Monday night. Uh, Thank you for joining us at Facebook.com forward slash O the Anthem. Uh, As always.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: So, a lot to get to this week, a lot going on. Uh, I say off the top, we start with a a perennial classic, and we talk about a little sports ball. (laughs) Now, we call this segment sports ball, but I'm looking at our list of topics here, and (laughs) I don't see any sports on it. Uh, Oh, wait, here we go. Yeah, so the Orioles are about to make their West Coast swing, and uh, (laughs) we're really excited about that. Uh, You see Corey is decked out in his uh, throwback Orioles hat, Mm -hmm. and that's a throwback to, like, us though right yeah it's it's, like, that's i mean a,
0: it's like a 2014 orioles hat. yeah yeah, yeah uh, during the good years
1: Corey uh used to get a new hat trying to bring that
0: season. love and feeling back
1: corey has got a new hat before every season and i do believe this was 2014 i think so yeah the push for the playoffs i
0: think this is the road 2014 hat if yeah, i remember correctly yeah, yeah. i probably wore this to detroit maybe so
1: uh we could you can always uh, check out the pictures at facebook.com yeah. forward slash show the anthem or instagram.com forward slash o the anthem uh but uh so the Orioles are making a West Wing. Uh, they're going to be in Phoenix starting next Monday, mm-hmm. which is a little far. I don't think any of us are going to make the trip out to Phoenix. To go I'm sp- going to drive. to. Oh, Phoenix. that's right. Yeah. Corey's <laughs> going to Phoenix to see them. Um, well, I got
0: I to gotta scratch off another ballpark on my list of uh, ballparks to, now, to I, see. I,
1: have you ever talked about the gift that you got and what uh, what that was? I d- don't know if I talked about it specifically,
0: but uh, basically there's a scratch-off chart of all the Major League Baseball stadiums. And as you visit them, you're supposed to scratch off the, the you know, it's sort of like a lotto ticket kind of thing. Right. Like the scratch-offs that you get. And uh, it reveals it in all the the green and brown that it <laughs> it comes with a, a baseball stadium. Yes. And uh, yeah, I've never been to Chase Field. Uh, looking forward to it. I and we
1: you were just talking outside about how the Orioles may not be back for another six years. So yeah. There may be so I stadium. mean, like
0: just with uh, interleague play, you play all the teams every three years, but that alternates between uh, playing at home and playing away. Right. So the Orioles had played the Dodgers three years ago in dodger stadium yeah and then this year the dodgers played them in baltimore
1: now if i recall that would have been around mm. about the time we were making the trip out here and uh we didn't oh no we did see a dodger game no
0: they were they were we did see a dodger game but they were they were
1: playing before we left yes yeah and we we saw it in baltimore yeah it was during vin
0: scully's last season because i remember i wanted to watch the game with the radio commentary on so i could hear vin scully instead of Yes. And I didn't listen to the Orioles broadcast that night. I watched the, the Dodgers broadcast instead. But, I think I did it on the phone. I, you know, that's what it was. I yeah. watched the game on Masson on my TV, and listened but I had up. the radio call on the Bluetooth speaker and that muted was just, the TV. That was the
1: last game, because I feel like we did go to a, Do- the, a Dodger game, a Dodgers in Baltimore game. Because I feel like there was a comment about you saying, like, well, at least uh, one of these teams is going to make the playoffs this year. And now uh, oh, maybe. I don't know. And I think that was the year that they were pushing in the playoffs. Uh, right? 2016? Yeah, that was the first good year for them.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been all right for a while now. Oh. But Anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we still haven't had a chance to see them here at Dodger Stadium. But that will be up again in...
0: Three years? Three more years? Yeah. Super. Yeah. So you, so you gotta you gotta capitalize on these opportunities when they yeah, come. Yeah. Um, and of
1: course, uh, AJ is now in uh, in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and he won't be there in six years when they come back. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to go. I will have to go just see AJ play in Phoenix because why do you need a uh, a reason to go see beautiful Phoenix? Phoenix, <laughs> what a destination. Yeah. Yes. Where I ask,
0: I asked Roberto, what are the things to do in Phoenix, and he's just like, uh, I mean, there's this pizza place that's pretty good.
1: Here's a, here's a lesson. He's <laughs> like learned. anything historical,
0: and he's just like. Uh,
1: uh. <laughs> if you want to uh, find out what's good to do in Baltimore, yeah. don't ask me. I didn't grow up there. I-, I lived there for brief periods of time. Right. They ask you, someone yeah. who lived there for a long time, grew up in the city, you mm. know the city well. Roberto didn't grow up in Phoenix. He spent some time in college there. And if someone was to ask me, hey, Hempstead. No, what's Tucson. Some- huh? Tucson. Ah, close enough. Whatever. It's, it's one state. Um... If someone was to ask me, "Hey, uh, Hempstead, any cool stuff to do there?" I'd be like, "Well, is a of, still open? There's a couple of <laughs> bars right along the stretch of 24 there that are really cool. Uh, oh, rallies! If you've never yeah. had rallies, there's a place. <laughs> White Castle that's really good. Uh, there's a little bodega it used to be on the corner if you want to check that out. And otherwise, don't have a lot of advice for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, wait, is that a stadium still open next door? What is it?
0: The uh, Union oh, the Memorial. Union yeah, it was. It was some sort of memorial. Oh God. Yeah blanking on me now but, but
1: nonetheless uh they're gonna tear it down eventually because that place is uh i think they already hazard. started yeah it's, uh, th- that's where the islanders play and now they don't play there anymore so yeah. anyway um don't ask somebody who's not from there but who just lived there especially if they were there for college <laughs> or you know around the college time because then it's like i man, mean there's some great bars man you can see some hot chicks down here like i have no interest in that yeah
0: but right? if somebody if somebody was like hey i'm visiting baltimore i know you're from maryland do you have oh, anything God. you can you can add to that then you might be able to say like oh well yeah i mean like from the many times that I've been to Baltimore, that I've lived in Baltimore, sure. I can give you these suggestions. Now wait, you might you want, th- want to ask me over you because I would probably have more knowledge of it just mm-hmm. because I lived there longer. But it wouldn't mean that you wouldn't have things. to. And, and with a city like Phoenix, which is the biggest city in Arizona... I figured there had been many times where you went to go see something in Phoenix. But we're
1: dealing with a guy who took three buses to go to a (laughs) Boston market. And it wasn't even the closest Boston market. It was his favorite Boston market. It was the good one. Not the guy you asked for that advice. Nonetheless. So uh, you're going out to Phoenix. um, And then, of course, they're going to come play the Angels after that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we may catch one of those games. But then uh, on to San Diego. Hopefully, going to see Manny versus the Orioles in San Diego. That'll yep. be very nice. Um, and if you've noticed, that is a lot of of uh, traveling, a lot of fun for Corey, and has not had a lot of that in the last few weeks. So. No, I've been I've been pretty
0: much book solid for the last like two months now. Yeah,
1: but so, uh, I mean I, I mean I I know we just found out. Is there any you want to talk about your big news from? Uh, oh
0: well, I mean I don't know much. I just know the picture that was sent to me. Hold on a second here. Let me pull it up. Uh, but you
1: you know that Corey uh, has had a stretch of work here recently where he's been working on two features at the same time, yeah. uh, an astounding top two hundred thousand on IMDb. <laughs> so uh,
0: best sound mixing from indie short fest uh, for my work on Mountain Avenue, uh, which well, is great, fantastic.
1: I, I feel uh, congratulations makes me feel like it's all worth it. It's an honor just to be nominated, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Uh, you, you, you're ending, I, I think you said this Thursday, right? This Thursday's the last day. Mm-hmm. And then you go on a stretch of fun.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, like, technically, so Tuesday, tomorrow I have a short day. Thursday I have a night shoot. But then after that, I'm all done. But, so, I yeah. mean, like, it's starting to clear up now. I Like, tomorrow I'm going to be able to wake up whenever I want. I don't have to have, like, an alarm set per yes. se. I can, like, go and do lunch downtown somewhere. I, I, I
1: suggest can... you have an alarm, just in case. I know <laughs> sometimes you hibernate, and I don't want you to wake up at, like, midnight and be like... <laughs> What day is it? <laughs> oh, God. I got to go. I would
0: hope that Rachel would be home before. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you never know. It is uh, It's Tuesday, and yeah. that's uh, Taco Tuesday. Yeah, true. Anywhere, true. So, yeah. who knows? But, um, yeah, so a nice stretch. I will say, by the way, uh, of a note, we got, got another email right before we uh, had the podcast here. I actually went down to the Alamo to try and get, see if the window was open. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know what? Maybe they do like a little soft open. Maybe they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, uh, Friday we're selling tickets for something. Uh, you really just had to come up and knock on the window to get tickets. I'm like, I'm in. It wasn't. Uh, There was a dude standing out front, and uh, he was security, and he was basically like, go away. (laughs) So uh, I don't know if I was not the only one in L.A. who had that idea. (laughs) But then uh – They've had they've had some guy like just standing at the bottom of the escalator for a while now. Yeah, just basically being yeah. like, yeah, "Yeah, no, we're not not open yet, not open mm-hmm. yet. Uh, but uh, apparently they're opening soon uh, because you, uh, not sounds, you and not yeah. me, God not damn it, the, <laughs> not the I movie mean, fans. <laughs> By the way, uh, Alamo, not the guys who are going to end up dropping forty dollars or whatever ridiculous you're, <laughs> thing you're going to pay for the season pass. I I signed up for your goddamn
0: <laughs> email list when. I heard that the theater was going to open.
1: Which was which when was we moved here. Three years ago.
0: <laughs> December of like three years ago is when I signed up for my Alamo victory. There like, wasn't please, even a sign. It was on. just the
1: Alamo symbol yeah. with no sign. And Corey's We've like, I think it- that's an Alamo. I think <laughs> I'm just trying We've talked about LMO
0: on this podcast many times before. I feel like my reputation should precede me a little well, bit. In so this clearly, regard. you're
1: the one who got that email about the sneak peek. No, this no, no. Rachel did. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, who sometimes asks us questions about the movie we're on our way to go see. Like, now, what are we seeing tonight? Oh, that seems like a good movie. I think that's going to be fun. Where are we going to see it? Avenger Which is that? Avengers Endgame. Did anything lead up to this moment? Is there something <laughs> I need to have seen before this? Wait, wait. Is that the theater with the bar? Okay, good. I'm going to be fine then. It'll be fine. Yeah, Alamo, that's who you're inviting to your sneak peek. Just to let you know. I told her to get
0: tickets for the both of us. Just oh, okay. And what you,
1: is, what's the movie? I
0: don't know. They, they had a, a list of
1: movies available. So. Oh, so it's a sneak peek of the theater, not yeah. a sneak peek of the. All right, you know, Alamo, uh, as long as she can buy more than one ticket, I'm going to rescind my previous comments and say thank you. I still would have liked to have been the one that got the, the thing. To be fair, I ignore my personal email. I kind of want to just check and to see, see if you got if it. I too. I got and then- it. Yeah, after I've talked all of this shit about Alamo, <laughs> uh, and it turns out that I actually got it. Uh, but anyway, so we have a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of fun stuff planned. I did not get it unless she got it, like, way earlier today and just let you know. Updates.
0: I don't know. Hold on. Let's see when she got it.
1: Unless it got sent to my. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got it. Oh, you did? Yep. Oh, motherfucker! Yeah,
0: she got it sent to. Oh shit! No,
1: no, no. I got a like. Hey, if you ever come out to Alamo, here's how to experience the movie. <laughs> but that was from a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah, Alamo. I know. That's why I want to come to your damn theater. <laughs> Send me your. Oh wait, do- no. I did. I lied. Okay, I got it at 4:58. Uh, Sneak peek. Ah, oh, my you gotta check your uh what is this promotions folder? Did you check your promotions folder? I just have everything sent to the regular folder. Oh, I'm so glad we're doing this live on the podcast. Yeah. This <laughs> is really uh good use of time. Uh, anyway, so the Us are coming. We're gonna try and see him a couple times. Uh San Diego, Corey's going to Phoenix. Uh it'll be fun.
0: And I'm gonna go to San Diego too. Maybe yeah. uh maybe we do a, a special podcast from San Diego. Oh I hey, I
1: yeah. Uh, let's get blitzed like it's opening day. And <laughs> do a podcast. <laughs> That shit sounds fun. Um, anyway, so I think that was all the sports news we had. No, so we there, can... was,
0: there was other news here, oh, was too. Don't, don't just cross, don't just go through it here.
1: I, I don't see any sports listed on this thing. It's, so hard, to, it's here, hard to so.
0: believe that uh, this happened uh, since our last episode. Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. why we didn't discuss it when it was released on Tuesday. Sure, yeah. But the U.S. Women's National Team won its fourth.
1: Uh, World Cup. No, wait, wait. Uh, this is the sports ball segment. So I just want to make sure that we're keeping that. It's this either sports. sports or ball? Yeah, sports <laughs> has to be involved in this somehow. And uh, uh, soccer, is this still something we're doing? Yes. There, are we yeah, pretending yeah, yeah. we yeah. care about no, soccer we, a little
0: bit? We care about soccer. Uh, okay. you, went, you went to the LAFC game. You liked it.
1: You uh, had fun. I mean, yes, but really, that was just an excuse to have something to do on a Saturday night that cost $20 and I could get drunk. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, can do that at home. Back when you can I do was that at home fun. with Netflix. Back when I was doing fun things <laughs> and getting out and not working 13 hours a day. But yeah, anyway, anyway, so yeah, yes. you, you want to celebrate the team. Go ahead. No, and team. I mean, like, I, I
0: really was uh, coming up into this World Cup excited about going and watching some of these games, uh, mostly because I, I really do enjoy the women's game as opposed to the men's. I think that uh, there's a different level of competition that goes into the women's game, uh, much the same as, like, college basketball. Women's college basketball is actually truly fascinating Because they were doing the type of NBA play that uh, they're doing now with, like, threes and, like, moving the ball around and high-efficiency shots way before the men's game was doing it.
1: You know, what's that quote about the WNBA? It's like, if you want the razzmatazz, go see the NBA. If you want to see the fundamentals,
0: (laughs) WNBA all the way. See, but the fundamentals eventually became the razzle-dazzle style of play.
1: I mean, yeah, but now they just, like, take three steps, dribble once, and... uh Walk down the entire court, basically. So, Anywho, eh, I
0: I I was excited to see the women's national team. I didn't get a chance to watch a single one of these games because I was working during every single one of them. Also, they um, were on
1: ESPN eight. The Ocho. <laughs> That's not true either. All
0: right, uh, but uh, a big, so bold, <laughs> it's a bold decision, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. A big, uh, a big uh, part of this whole women's World Cup uh, was. Uh, discussion of the gender pay gap, which in this this particular situation was way more jarring than it usually is because there's a demonstrated uh, difference between the success of the two genders oh, yes. in this regard. And
1: let's be clear. The U.S. national men's team failed to make the World Cup this year. Yeah. So they will not be competing in the World Cup. Well, the last time they... They Had a world cup. the last time, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, it's off two years, right? So it was two years ago, that, mm. uh, yeah. So they failed to make it the last time. Now they're doing qualifying again, and apparently they're like taking it seriously and doing relatively well. I mean, but, they uh, got to the
0: finals of the Concafa, you know, which cup is or whatever. I don't know. something that people yeah.
1: talk about. I don't know what that means. Uh, what is that like? Uh, that's a U.S., right? That's uh, it's like
0: North America and Central America and the Caribbean. Yes. Like a soccer tournament.
1: Now I'm understanding why Trump is so upset about (laughs) this. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Yes. Um, But the pay gap, uh, the gender gap is a serious deal with this. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, so for as long as there has been paying women to work, there has been the conversation about uh, why they get paid less. And over the years, uh, the issue has improved slightly. To the point where, what is it now, like 89 cents on a dollar or something like that? Well, I mean,
1: for white women or for Asian women, yes, but for women in general. uh, But, you know, just just a bit of devil's advocate. Uh, There are women out there who expect a man to pay for every date and, uh, you know, everything on every date. So, maybe I'm using that extra 11 cents, that extra 25 cents per dollar to fund a lifestyle. Okay. Well, if that's the way you want to... uh... (laughs) take that i'm just i'm saying listen like i am i am all about equality but then what is it's functional equality i want functional equality where everyone gets paid the same absolutely and also you invite me on a date don't sit and stare at the fucking check while it sits on the corner of the table (laughs) you invited me to this place you pay And oh, and you know, don't, 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 don't do that thing where it's like, I am, I'm buying the uh, tickets. I bought dinner. I bought the movie tickets. I bought like $190 worth of stuff. And then like you walk up there with your, uh, your raisinettes, and, uh, you're like, you know what? I'm going to get these for us. It's great. It's $4. All right. It's $4. I just spent $190. Let's make this thing equal. Yeah. dating is essentially prostitution. That's my point. That's where I was going with that. But let's get back on the topic. Yeah. The gaps. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So uh, the women's national team not only makes less money than the men, uh, which is largely due to the fact that the Men's World Cup is still one of the highest grossing sporting events in the world uh, when it happens every four years. and, and And the Women's World Cup is not quite to the same level, even though... One eighth of the world's population watch the final.
1: You you explained this earlier too, and I think it was it's really important though because FIFA controls the money. Yeah, so uh, it's not about us. Well, really. it,
0: the real issue and the ones that a lot of the the women's players were specifically talking about, and something that is completely within control of U.S. soccer, which is like the uh, authorized <laughs> authorized pursuer of FIFA in the Americas.
1: It's the governing body. Yeah, the
0: America's. governing body of of American soccer. Um, when the men's team takes a, a trip to the World Cup, uh, whenever they do happen to qualify for it, uh, they fly first class, they stay in five-star hotels, they have the world's best trainers and medical staff, and uh, everything that they could possibly need to be at their peak condition, and the same is not true for the women's side. Uh, there is n- there is not first-class flights, there is not five-star hotels, there's lesser medical training, there's lesser... Uh, training in general, like available to them. And a lot of these women are, listen,
1: listen, but the men's team, consistently winning consistently at the top of their sport and the women's team just drags i mean that's there is a reason that they need to have that kind of care it's Un-
0: unfortunately that's not true so oh oh the, right there yes. have been eight women's world cups and america has won four of them okay that'd be and half that's half yeah. of them yes and yeah. placed in the top three in all of them oh okay whereas oh, yeah. the last yeah. time the men's national team placed top three in the world cup mm-hmm. was the only time they did it and okay. it was 1930
1: so now, and <laughs> for those of you watching at home uh Right now, there are... And 100- 1930, that is still 80 years from... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, that's uh, 1930, and if I'm doing my math correctly, there are approximately 180 countries who participate in FIFA, and approximately 110 of them weren't countries in 1930. Yeah. It was the UK made up probably like a third of the countries in FIFA right now. They were just like, <laughs> Britain. Okay, we're all producing things for Britain. Germany had Australia, some. Australia, India. Yeah, <laughs> Belgium. Belgium actually had players on it who weren't from Belgium. They were from other parts of the world. That's 1930. That's the last time we were competitive. Yeah. Yeah, men. Yeah.
0: But all, all I'm saying is that uh, U.S. soccer, which could absolutely open up the purse strings a little bit,
1: mm-hmm. and should, because the
0: women's team is the one that wins. And I think that you can make an argument that they should be paid better than the men's team, right. who doesn't work. <laughs> and like the you know the other thing that's that's talked a lot about in this whole discussion which i think is is something that absolutely must change i mean we, we you know the women's team can squabble of u.s soccer over like you know what kind of hotels and flights they get but there has been so many people i saw who uh were excited because their daughter is into soccer And they get to see a women's national team, which is really good and plays really well and was dominating the whole way through the tournament. And they become like idols for these young girls who like to play soccer. And they think about how they could have the opportunity to play on a national team like this and have people care and root for them and stuff like that.
1: Half of the women on this team talk about Mia Hamm and Brandi Chastain and the World Cup from eight years ago when they were young teenagers, 12, 13 years old, and saying... That could be me. I can go learn to play soccer and be competitive at it. And here they are, eight years later, inspiring—or no, I guess it was eight years ago, but it was two World Cups ago. But inspiring another generation of women to like and step I mean, up and the do it. women's soccer team
0: really is, in a lot of ways, the pinnacle for a female athlete. Yeah, I mean, you it, there's individual sports that you could do at an Olympic level, which would gain you some popularity. I mean, like there, you know, there's been figure skaters, there's tennis, which is. Uh, had stars on the women's side. Sure. Yeah. Um at who get paid like the stars on the men's side too. Um gymnastics? now at the very least. Yeah. Gymnastics. gymnastics. But there has you know like a WNBA star is never going to be anywhere close oh. to even the fiftieth biggest NBA star.
1: In fact Lisa 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 Leslie Leslie got more fame from playing a man in a one on one game than she did from being a career WNBA yeah. star. Like and there were there were women's play. I mean, I
0: I've heard stories of Cheryl Miller being better than almost any NBA player. Like she used to reg- uh beat up her brother Reggie on the court all the time. Reggie Miller and Reggie uh, Miller player. was one of the five best players in the league at any given point in time. Yes. you know, uh, like-
1: famous Indiana Pacer Reggie Miller. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's him. Yeah. By the way, that family. Yeah. Good genes, good yeah. basketball genes. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Or uh, Tiger Woods' dad, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, all right, I know you're three, but we're gonna get up at six and go dribble some basketballs. One in each hand, please. Yeah, you know, like that kind of deal. But I, I, I just think
0: that uh, what's upsetting about this is that uh, U.S. Soccer also controls the purse strings on youth soccer, right? And how like camps are done, and how like uh, the funding is delivered to municipalities and stuff like that, and uh, the way that they spend on men's youth soccer as opposed to women's youth soccer is uh, humongous different yeah by the way and i i think that at the very least that one should become more equitable as soon as humanly possible because it's money that's available to them it's like a budgeted you know we're going to spend this much money on youth soccer we're choosing to spend this much on the men's side and choosing to spend this much on the women's side that should be closer to equal
1: and if I, you're, if you're uh, I'm go sorry. One last thing. On I'm,
0: I'm saying that there, if there is for you know, if you could show me a number that says you know, well, there's 400 men's programs and there's 100 women's programs, I'm fine with you telling me that you know we're spending four times the money on the men's programs because there's 400, you know, 400 to 100 kind of thing. But if you're not telling me you're spending the same amount equally based off of how many how many camps there are, that that just doesn't fly with me, especially when the women's teams have been such a more
1: a consistent set, uh, uh, string of talent. And I would say colloquially, uh, my experience was for every boys' team, there was a girls' team. Yeah. And every place where I ever played, it was always both equal. Uh, and, uh, I mean, Title Nine had a lot to do well, with that's that. True. But, but I, I mean, the other side of that, though, is, you know, the the boys' soccer is really, again, from my experience in the place where I grew up, it was a thing you did before you were old enough to play Wee football. Yeah, but girls soccer was, hey, we're going to find the best players from the local league to send to the high school team. And then the high school team, some of the best players would go on to play in college and the college team was playing the girls uh, girls soccer. Yeah, we go on to play for the national team. And, you know, like I remember there was a couple of players from my high school uh, soccer team who were like going with scholarships to college. And the programs were not the same, I think, at the well, levels. yeah, I mean, so
0: part of Title IX, too, which has ruined uh, college sports, is uh, the fact that basically you had to have the same number of men's teams as you had women's teams. And then you had to not actively spend more money on one sport than the other. Right. So if you spent this much money on the men's teams, then you had to spend this much money on the women's teams. Um, but. That also changed when they said, like, basically, booster clubs are not allowed to be considered as part of the, the budget. budget. Yeah, <laughs> so so we're basically let you let have the, uh... a Ohio State football booster club, which pays for most of what Ohio State football does. Yeah, and we are still spending a a lowly sum on the women's soccer team, but we're not having a booster club for them either. Right, like,
1: uh, and we're gonna let the booster club sell season tickets to the football stadium. And yeah yeah but those are your tickets but yeah yeah but we sold them to yeah them. but we gave
0: them to the booster club yeah. and they figure out how to sell
1: them they, they just take care of all the yeah. the all of that and they're selling them for like four thousand dollars a pop yeah, yeah. and then the team gets most of that money right. um and that way the school can say hey, hey we're not we're not spending any money on anything listen
0: we only spent twenty thousand dollars a year on that football team i don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> and uh, nick guys- saban gets paid eight million dollars a year <laughs> He's the highest paid public employee. You <laughs> know, <Ohio. laughs> technically, he's paid a
0: lot by the booster club.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, a, a, <laughs> a nice bonus for winning. Uh, winners get paid. I don't know what it's like. By the way, uh, most of you colleges should take the advice. Of I Austria think
0: technically, versus. when when they hire the coaches, because they have to be on like the school payroll, yes. though. Yeah, they just are like a professor. They are like <laughs> Professor Nick Saban. Yeah, he's a has, professor like, his of one, gymnastic <laughs> arts or whatever. <laughs> so. One one class that meets once a year, and he's just like, y'all f- <laughs> suck. A plus.
1: All right. Well, thanks. I'm glad I took thanks, this class. Coach. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all full of football players. They're yeah. just like A plus. All right. Thanks, coach. Take football
0: it. and modern equivalence by but, Nick Saban.
1: But you guys should all take the advice uh, and uh, follow the lead of Hofstra, who just said, you know what? This is too expensive. We're going to spend money on lacrosse instead and still not fund the women's sports. Just just men's <laughs> lacrosse. That's all we're going to do. So. Yeah. But uh, so, again, this is not it's a FIFA issue, but it's also not. Because one other thing you pointed out is that they could uh, do sponsorships, yeah, and they just don't take the time to do that for the women's well, team. Well, I mean,
0: there are sponsorships that are uh, that are you know like I think Nike sponsors the women's national team, right? Uh, but uh, sort of the idea being that like that this money goes into like the pot essentially, but it's not going to the player, like much like uh, Reebok or Nike uh, makes the uniforms of the NFL, right? You don't get a cut of the Nike. <laughs> Nike profits. No, no. You just, the teams get that cut, and you don't get that passed along. Right. If you want to say, like, you know, hey, Nike, in order to sponsor with us, you have to throw in an extra this much money to be able to give to the players, then I think they would be okay.
1: <laughs> you know? like Yeah. I mean, also this is um, the cost
0: of sponsorship, we're passing some of those along to the actual players. But th-
1: this goes back to the first point, which is if you're already paying men four times women and then some sponsorship comes in, you're just dividing that money four to one, despite the fact that they may sell far more based on that sponsorship because the women are winning and wearing yeah. jerseys and inspiring other girls to go out and play. Uh, also, just side note. um, I love the fact that the president's like, "Hey, you know what? Uh, fuck this player, uh, fuck these soccer players. Maybe you should go out and win before you start talking shit." Yeah. And then they went out and, <laughs> and won. Then they, so.
0: then they beat their opponents like forty-four to
1: eight combined. Oh, <laughs> like. uh, there's not there's it's so a, few opportunities. Just like put it in somebody's yeah. face like that. And there's that one picture of the player like standing maybe on the, the side Golden State.
0: Like <laughs> maybe the New England Patriots should shut up and win a Super Bowl before they start talking.
1: All right, then. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Eight and ten years? Yeah, sure, that sounds like a good goal. But, uh, yeah, so uh, and I, I will say that uh, they showed, the players showed a lot of cooth when it came to that nonsense with the president and just yeah. being like, oh, listen, I, I'm here to play soccer. I'm- <laughs> to be fair, it was kind of, I mean, like, you know, the uh,
0: the the famous quote for the the thing was, I'm not going to the fucking White House. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which is a a, a funny line, <laughs> and also I I talked about this uh, yeah. I talked about this on set with somebody I, c- I can't remember. All my conversations are all jumbled together at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Um. But the idea of like it was uh, there was always like a political nature to who was president and like going to the White House and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But for up until like Obama, it was really like. The president has invited me, and even though I'm from Alabama, and I play offensive line for you know the Patriots, and yeah. I'm not an Obama fan, oh, and my the dad office does of the uh, president invited me to uh, the White House, and I'm going to attend.
1: I know my dad does those Confederate uh, reenactments every <laughs> single weekend, but... I mean, he is the president. So. Yeah. And you know what? The, it is the president of the United States. At I'd least we're going to get a good meal, right? Like, at least he's going to
0: feed us. It'll be some sort of banquet.
1: Mm, and now that's all over. That <laughs> so. Yeah. The
0: women's team doesn't want to get McDonald's. <laughs> I think they're okay without it. Like, yeah,
1: I think we're good. Thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Trump's like, I got you all Big Macs.
1: Mm, I'm good. Thank you. We're vegan. <laughs> Actually, they probably are. Uh, no, no, there's no way. There's no way. You can't be a competitive athlete and be a vegan. <laughs> That's right. Shots fired, vegans. <laughs> Let's hear what you have to say. Um, well, and uh, speaking of uh, other men with huge egos and small uh, bodies, uh, okay. sad news this week. Oh, wait. You know what? That was, that was it for uh, sports ball, right? Yeah. Should we transition out of that? Yeah, sure. All right, speaking of little men, <laughs> uh, big, uh, men with big egos and little bodies... Sad news this week. Yeah. Ross Perot dead at 130. I have to imagine. I can't. <laughs> I imagine. think it was like 93 or 93. Something. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, much like, I think uh, this really has more to do with the spirit of those soccer players because he was a man who. Uh, I did not want
0: to pay the women this.
1: Well, that. Uh, but in the the spirit of Adam Carolla, had uh, fuck me money, where it's yeah. just like it's not just fuck you money, it's fuck me money. I know that I, I am wasting my I will, money. On I gambling. will actively waste money to spite you. Yes. <laughs> uh, and did so, uh, and cost uh, in many ways George w, uh, H. W. Bush his election. Yeah. Uh, in ninety two, uh, tried re-election, to spo- yeah. election. election. Yeah, tried to be a spoiler in um, in ninety six. Might have cost uh, Bob Dole. Yeah. in election 96. Uh, and um, he's, he's such
0: a fascinating, uh, you know, the, the thing about Ross Perot was he seemed like, you know, like how w- when we watched Trump during the 26 campaign and we're just like, all right, so this is the end, right? Like yeah. he just he just did something that he's not coming back from. Like Ross Perot had that kind of Teflon nature to yeah. an extent as well. He was never covered as much, which I I think <laughs> never gave him the opportunity to uh uh like really go out there and like uh like see if he could build on his support by being yeah. on the on camera all the time. But Ross Perot would just say like really th-? like the the one of the most uh, notable ones was there was some uh, town hall or debate or something like that. Where uh, a black man in the audience asked him a question. He's like, Well, here's the problem with you people. And then, like, when, yeah, when yeah. people started, like, audibly, like, Oh, he's just like, I'm not, I'm just talking about the blacks in general. <laughs> Something like that. It was just like, You're continuing to step in it. You're you just continuing back to out, do pull this. out, pull yeah. out. You're in a nose done. Uh, but, it was, but
1: no but Twitter. Then, yeah, it was no like, Twitter. So it just is but like But there was oh. also,
0: like, no, like, uh, uh,
1: it was just like, oh, it's Ross Perot. We, he's an old kook. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> he's a guy who said that there was a giant sucking sound going down to uh, Mexico. So, uh, uh, But you know, uh, to his credit, also put Pat Buchanan on the national stage. So there's that. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, Ross. Thanks, Ross. Uh, but literally a guy who had money to burn and just didn't care. And he was like, how much is it going to cost me to run for president? Oh, I got that. All right, so there, let's do it.
0: You know, th- there is also another... Uh, side of it, which I think is interesting, which is like uh, uh, he was kind of like Elizabeth Warren in a way mm-hmm. before Elizabeth Warren t- as well, because he used to take out uh, he used to buy airtime on TV yeah, and have these like 30 minute things like where he had like PowerPoints and like slideshows and he'd just be like, I'm Ross Perot.
1: Let's talk <laughs> I'm about, talk about the economy yeah. today. Let's talk about <laughs> NAFTA and why it's so terrible.
0: This is how much waste we're having in the government today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like go on and on. And he's not like a particularly like engaging guy. Like, no, he had a weird voice. Funny to
1: look at. Yeah, yeah. That that voice that we're doing—that's not just us making fun of him. That's kind of how his voice <laughs> yeah. sounded. So. Yeah. So. uh yeah. Dead at ninety-three. <laughs> um, he will be missed. Oh, I, like, I mean, by
0: maybe somebody. I don't to know. be safe.
1: Uh, to be fair, first person in a long time—I think since Teddy Rose... No, no. Since uh, Strom Thurmond in '48 uh, to get five percent of the national vote. As a third party, yeah. Yeah, as a third party. So. Um, 92, he got seven percent of the vote. Then he continued it in '96 and increased that amount so much so that he fielded a national candidate funded by public donations in 2000. Yeah, Pat Buchanan, a horrible choice. But you know, uh, it's you got to say something for the the movement, if you will, yeah. of being able to do that because we can't seem to get that together now. Well, uh, and,
0: and you know, like there there was a. I remember I was in elementary school when that uh 92 election was happening yeah and i remember we were having a school vote which obviously didn't matter for anything it didn't do this still it didn't factor into the electoral college or anything like that it was just like all the kids get to fake vote and we get to have a fake election result at the end of it
1: now you were a part of a study that showed why children should not be given the vote that's why <laughs>
0: well the reason why the person i voted for was pro. <laughs> because even though i knew nothing about anything at this point uh i said i don't like what bush has been doing that was that was my comment about bush yeah uh my comments about clinton which my dad still reminds me of to this day was he had his hand in the cookie jar okay (laughs) which was a pretty daring insight yeah for like a eight-year-old or whatever um and what i liked about ross Perot was he wasn't beholden to anybody when i was young i was just like these other two are part of big parties that you know, control what their candidates say. And I like that Ross Perot for better or for worse is going out there and just saying mm-hmm. whatever he feels.
1: Well, I mean, it, it, you have always identified with small parties, the <laughs> independence party, the, uh, true conservative party, Nazis, there's small parties all over the place that you identify with. So at least you're consistent. With
0: uh, that. Anyway, moving
1: through. on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in more sad news, Mueller will not be testifying before Congress. Well, not tomorrow. Well, yes, but it's today. like the thing you're looking forward to, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I, like, have been, yes. I have been looking forward to it. It's like, here we go. Now we're going to get it. And no, uh, sorry, we're not. <laughs> womp, womp. So um, I mean I, I didn't even see the announcement that he wasn't. Until you said that, I was just like, well, I mean, we should talk something about Mueller since he's going to be testifying, and I feel like it'll be in the news. Yeah. But then, you know. I think they're nah,
0: basically not. negotiating at what point will he testify. Ah, uh, okay. So, I mean, like, it's all locked into the same by the way uh, uh we'll get to the trump comments in a little bit but there's been some democrats who are like going on like well maybe we should censure the president or like maybe we should send a formal declaration that we disapprove of his content sure, let's do sure just fucking impeach the mother <laughs> I mean, like i understand like why they're like sitting like why they don't want to get into the political hot potato of impeaching him, especially because it's not going to work because no. it's going to yeah. get to the senate and die but at the very least you can uh, hold hearings Mm -hmm. because you're going through an impeachment inquiry and the White House can't fuck with that. Yeah. And you can bring people up onto the dais at a house uh, fact-finding mission Mm -hmm. and ask real people real questions about what they were doing and what they knew. And that all can become public information being said out loud by the person who did it. If they lie, they can go to jail.
1: Well, I would just like to see Paul Manafort in the chains being brought out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting down there in his orange jumpsuit, that'd be really fun. So I, I just
0: have you seen Paul Manafort recently? By no, the way, he's no. looking so goddamn old. He got old quick. Yeah, jail person. does yeah. that to you.
1: Yeah, he's been living a very privileged life. Yeah, you know, he's like yeah, shit. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. It's it was like he had uh, all the all the rich things that kept him looking young and virile were yeah. just taken away from him, and now he just like it's like he took off his young man suit and there's an old man. He took, in that, his, he took <laughs> that clip off the back and all the skin <laughs> <just> like boom, <laughs> Um, Quick, get me to my... S- <laughs> I look like Richard Nixon Qu- get now. Me-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I realized as soon as I said it, I was like, that's just a Nixon impression. <laughs> I, uh, the jowls, does that <laughs> automatically give you the Nixon? <laughs> <laughs> get me to my sergeant. <laughs> <end. laughs> I want to invade Cambodia. <laughs> 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 but sadly, uh, mother will not be testifying, so we'll have to be updated later. Uh, I feel like it's also the kind of thing where they're negotiating, like, listen, we're not going to let him stand up there and speak all day. So uh, we Republicans are saying He should get 12 minutes And of course the Democrats are saying eh, How about 12 hours And because the Democrats are weak They'll just let him They'll give Basically, him Basically it comes down to Can we just ha-
0: not have <laughs> Just tell Jim Jordan He can't come to this <laughs> one can, can we just tell him It's another day See but like <laughs> They a- actually have it on Wednesday But <laughs> they're just Oh like maybe it's him. a big fart yeah, yeah they're just trying to get Jim Jordan out of the <laughs> It's like No no go home And <laughs> raise some monies For your reelection campaign <laughs> He, he just turn, turns out Fox News and sees Mueller. He's like,
1: God damn it! Give me my jet right now! Uh, oh, he's just sitting in his office with his boot kicked up. I was going to pull my in. sleeves up and go like, how dare you sully the name of
0: America in front of us.
1: Uh, but yeah, so for another day. For another day, perhaps. Uh, but that brings us to, of course, the Trump tweets. Yeah. Uh, now, you might be asking yourself, which what ones Trump are we talking tweets? about? Because there are always so many. But uh, in the last few days... um. The president has decided to use Twitter as a tool to I think the attempt was intimidation, but uh, I, it didn't really work that I, way. I don't I don't I don't get
0: like I don't even understand like where the logic really came. from. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like I, I get that he's upset that uh, young Democrats are making him look like an idiot. But like,
1: uh, yeah, maybe don't look like an idiot.
0: Yeah, I, that's that's not their fault. Yeah. They, yeah.
1: <laughs> they were just doing what they
0: were supposed to do.
1: Just don't be dumb. I, don't I be think, dumb. That'll help.
0: So uh basically the comment boils down to uh speaking of what's known as the squad yes. of the the four freshman uh congressmen. The who, rock
1: the house group, is that what it is?
0: Yeah, that's something like that. Yeah. They, they tear down new, the house. They get new uh <laughs> new nicknames all the something damn like time. That, yeah. yeah. But uh you know the names. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh Ilan Omar uh Presley who else who was the other one that I'm forgetting Talib uh, Yeah Talib um,
1: now I can I can only picture uh I don't know if you saw the uh the other p- image where it was like hey three of these four were born in America and it's Don Breyer is the fourth one yeah. and he's like yeah a white guy not born in America just so you know but anyway yes those four the rock yeah. the house girl uh
0: Trump basically said uh go back to your country and fix it if you if you want and leave America to real Americans, which is a classic uh, racist thing that you would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, when dealing with any kind of person who looks foreign. Yeah, especially. Why don't uh, you go
1: back to Mexico if you like it so much? Especially racist when you're dealing with three Americans <laughs> and <laughs> an asylum seeker who's here because we ruined her country. Yeah. Like, I, it's just beyond me.
0: Uh, I, lo- I love the Melania Trump. Too, that you, oh yes, yeah. yeah. So right
1: before the show, uh, we saw I saw a tweet that, and I can't claim veracity, but it seems to make sense to me. Yeah, based on the timing. But apparently, uh, Representative Omar has been a citizen of the United States six years longer than Melania Trump has <laughs> been a citizen of the United States. But uh, there's one big difference, maybe two big differences between them, and I'm having trouble <laughs> placing my one trick. of
0: them, one of them's white, and one of them's willing to sleep a Trump.
1: Okay, yeah, well, those are two <laughs> very big differences. Uh I was gonna go with the Christian versus uh no, Christian yeah, that... uh white Christian woman uh who's posed naked before, and uh black uh Muslim woman who generally has herself covered most of the time. Yeah. So uh two very big two very different people. Uh Melania, we don't talk about we don't talk about chain migration and how when you want to, an example of chain migration, you can look at her. I don't know, her stepbrother, where it was like she mm-hmm. brought her mom and then she brought her dad and then they together sponsored the stepbrother who then yeah. came and, yeah, uh, that's what we call chain migration, folks. It's uh, what you are alleging that uh, everyone else is doing, but the president's wife did that, so,
0: yeah. Also, and and uh, other people who are angry at the squad. Yes. Uh, no.
1: Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> did you see that one in the Maureen Dowd comic? I, I feel like you just don't, you're so tone deaf, Nancy, <laughs> that you were just like, here, here's a gun. Let me try to let me try to shoot you with it, and you just point the barrel at yourself and pull the trigger. I don't really understand. I don't. I understand.
0: mean, if if Nancy Pelosi had a had a lifetime of uh, standing up against the the different interests of uh, the the different moneyed interest, with, I mean, which affect our Sanders. every single day. Yeah, if if she, she was, was Bernie, Bernie Sanders, If yeah. she was Bernie and she was out there saying like, "This is all wrong," I'm fighting from the inside to try and fix it then we would all, we, I think we'd all have a different feeling about her criticizing other members of Congress.
1: Yes, and gosh. Right? <laughs> but <just laughs> but seeing on. the fact
0: that she's been a noted coward for an entire political career is like...
1: And speaker twice. She yeah. speaks <laughs> twice. Uh,
0: I, I just remember when we were talking about the nominations, or the, like who was going to be the House Speaker once the Democrats won. Yeah. And it's just like, Pelosi is a bad idea. Don't do this. You're just going to end up like... It was like, no, she's the one with the most experience. She's the one who's going to be able to stand up to Trump. She's the one who, blah blah blah. I'm like, yep. no, it's here we not going to
1: happen. And, and here, here we it are. is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's taking on her there. own party members pretty strongly, yeah. just uh, not the other party.
0: <laughs> just uh, can just put out. Just we're we're investigating the the president for obstruction of justice. We intend to impeach him. We're going to have impeachment inquiries. That's yep. a, that's what you do. Monday morning, you just start. And it's fine. Like, just go with it. Just First <laughs> witness, Bob Mueller.
1: Yeah. Let's get him in here. Uh, I don't care if he fits your calendar. We're yeah. going to go see him.
0: And well, uh, every, single, every single week, it can be a new person who yeah. gives you a week worth of content. And if Fox News doesn't want to run it, then they can talk about, like, uh, some bear that broke into a <laughs> kitty's playground or something like that.
1: It's Fox and Friends. <laughs> By the way, if you're not watching uh, our cartoon President, you're missing out. Yeah, we, it's good stuff. we've said this many times. Good stuff. Uh, moving on. Uh, Anyway, so before we move on, though, uh, so Trump sent some really super racist tweets to these four women, and uh, surprisingly, not backed by many of their other members of Congress, I would have thought I would have seen more, and not that there were none, but I would have thought I would have seen more uh, support from members of Congress, uh, and we did see some, but they were all specifically Democrats, and like, Republicans, (laughs) at what point are you just going to say, listen... he doesn't speak for me. I think these are very four upstanding women, and they do a good job.
0: I, I listened to uh, Andy Harris on Brian Neiman today. Oh, my God. Okay. He had, like, a little eight-minute interview. You want to you wanna guess what his, uh, his take on this
1: was? Um, why are those women not barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen? <laughs> no. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> what Andy Harris said was... Uh, I'm sure what the president meant by that tweet was not that they should go back to the countries from where their families came from, but rather their districts and do their job. And then Brian Neiman like was just like, That's not what it said. <laughs> It said they should go back to their countries. Yeah, yeah. which are all falling apart and war torn and blah blah blah. To but, be fair,
1: that applies to most of America as well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess it could mean. It's hey, here. but Andy, uh, maybe take <laughs> a bit of your own advice and go back to your district. How about you have a town meeting and meet with your constituents? Because as far as I've heard, back Why, in the first, while it's the only Republican
0: district, it also does kind of lean a little bit to the left. It's a. I really wanted to lose his job.
1: I mean, it's going to be a hard press, but I really wanted to lose his job. Yeah. yeah. We uh, won't. I mean,
0: maybe a a right thinking Republican, a Gilchrist Republican, yeah. would step in. and No, but
1: the problem is they would win in November, but they won't win in the primary because the Republicans who are voting are these crazy neocon Trump Republicans. So mm. that's all you got. And it's like just enough to push the wrong person through to November. And, but I mean, he's How about Wayne
0: Gilchrist just run again?
1: I mean, he's, he's still young and spry. I mean, young ish and spry. I mean,. I would vote for him. He, I think, he only stepped down just because he was tired of being in politics. Like he's yeah, but we Thomas need Jefferson. him. We, yeah. need- <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, we got were recruiting An- you.
0: We have Andy Harris right now. We need Wayne Gilchrist.
1: Is it too late for him to file? I feel like I, a couple years ago we start. I started a uh, Facebook page for like, like run Wayne Gil- run yeah, 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 and like we just need that again. Run Wayne run. <laughs> Listen, you don't even have to campaign. Just put your name on the ballot. Yeah, because dummies are going to walk in there and be like <laughs> Wayne Gilchrist. I know him. All right, that's
0: fine. <laughs> Who's Wayne, this other guy? Wayne Gilchrist, I like him. Andy Harris, I only voted him because he's the only name on the ballot.
1: <laughs> All right, well, sure. We'll switch that up. But yeah, um, eh, nothing good in yeah. politics. And now here we go with another political story. Uh, so Corey and I are on opposite sides of this next story, if you're going to believe it or not. People Edge Edge, uh, You're
0: making it seem like already like i'm I'm, ah,
1: I'm just setting up a true i'm making a truthful setup to the story uh, about people that who is running for president mayor pete if you will um one of my favorite candidates for president uh despite the fact that i know it's a losing cause uh was uh, the subject of a story by the new republic this week uh in which he was referred to as mary pete rather than mayor pete and where it was discussed about his uh, preferred sexual positions and uh uh, many other disgusting details that really would just not be appropriate. Now, Corey. Yes. Seems to believe that this was meant as satire and we should be treating it as such. And, oh, you touchy libs with your not able to take a joke. And how can even somebody be a comedian these days? Because everybody's going to complain. And uh, Right? Is that basically? That is you know, pretty good? I, 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 I merely said that,
0: uh, <clears throat> that uh, while I don't <laughs> agree with the execution of said comedy... I think that uh we should as a culture uh understand when something is at least trying to be written satirically, and you know the onion has had many bad and uh bad faith attempts at making a satirical column uh that have uh, we've we've all sort of looked at and said that's not a good look, but they're trying to make a joke and even though it's not a good look, we're not going to like punish them forever kind of yes. thing i'm so not saying that the new republic isn't a it doesn't uh new republic doesn't deserve the same sort of uh pass mm. that the onion gets well there you go yeah yeah but boring. i'm still saying that the the uh overall point is that if something is intended to be written satirically i think we should look at it in a different lens than we would if it was even if it is poorly done. Just like uh, if somebody is out there performing comedy, there's lots of comedians who had, over the course of the years, done like, you know, jokes about women's and blacks and stuff like that. Michael you know? Rich and I yeah, yeah, did a
1: couple of those funny, funny jokes. <laughs> we
0: always looked at those and we always said that was very badly done. Yeah. And it should not have been done. Uh, but at the same time, we've also sort of said, well, it's comedy and there's a certain amount of, you got to break a couple eggs kind of.
1: So you heard it here first. When a known racist and homophobe writing for a magazine, which is known to be <laughs> of racist which none of,
0: this I, of which none of this I knew prior to Rob telling me about. And, uh, I hadn't even read the article. I'm they, just saying that they if you write a
1: story that is not indicative at all, that it's satire, but then later, after getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar, if you will, <laughs> uh, is calls out well oh, it was meant to be satire. i don't know why everybody's getting their panties in a twist um and probably did say something along the lines of panties in a twist just because i feel like that's the kind of guys we're that's dealing a,
0: with. yeah that's the kind of response you expect yeah, yeah yeah
1: um that they should be given a pass because comedy is comedy you heard it here first from this guy <laughs> right here
0: i'm not saying that everything should be given a pass if they say it's comedy i mean like you know there there has to be Again, I'm not reading the New book. I don't care. Like the reason why I know nothing about this other than the fact other than what I have read uh sort of in the ether of the conversation is because I don't care to read the True. <laughs> this true. Thing. I don't care to read something that degrades Mayor Pete or mm. degrades just generally a, you know, a perfectly acceptable lifestyle of which many people are a part. Like this is it's it's not it's not right to do it, but I understand like I like I told you, I could foresee a way that the onion could write this article and do it in a way that was funny yet still lightly jabbed at the idea that that Pete Buttigieg was gay, yeah, and that mm-hmm. maybe that uh like the example I used is that a lot of gay couples or a lot of gay people uh, will express uh, that when they come out or when somebody realizes that they're gay, there's a lot of questions about. Uh, how in which they are gay. (laughs) Are you a top? Are you a bottom? Are you, you know, like... Yeah. How do you identify? Or do you see yourself as this? Are you a a cub or a bear? (laughs) Yeah, like, all these different things that, like, are really nobody's business. Hmm? But the reason why a lot of people say them is because they're curious. Yes. So if you wrote an Onion article where it's just, like, America's curiosity answered in, you know, long pete Buttigieg statements or something like that sure then there's some sort of way you can make the comedy out of out of that moment
1: that might be satire that
0: might be satire and that might work and i'm not saying it's a good idea to do it because i think you're skating on very thin ice when you try but at the very least it's like that could be a reasonable example of how you can make a satirical article about Mm -hmm. that sort of idea and (laughs) it's it's I don't. Know. I, I. I just. I. I worry. We. We find ourselves in situations more and more these days where we. Where we single out the worst actor of a particular problem, and say everyone is like this. Yeah. Everyone who who has ever done anything wrong is Harvey Weinstein or is Bill Cosby or something like that, but then we also wind up in the space where we say like, well, what. Al Franken did it wasn't as bad as what Harvey Weinstein did but Al Franken is never going to have a career again because we've decided that any kind of affront is going to be treated the same and if we start doing that where we start saying like listen anytime somebody is trying to be satirical it has to be held to the same level and standard as when someone is trying to be a serious reporter then we're going to have problems (laughs) because you're using the worst example of it to you know, paint everyone in the same brush. And that is not the part of the freedom of speech is the ability to be satirical and have these sort of articles because it allows for a different or uh, to express a viewpoint that is just as reasoned and rational. Even if the people who write these can be wrong
1: sometimes. Okay, You know, that's, that's basically the yeah. point. That's all I'm getting. At. But if you're looking for something that really truly is funny and is meant to be satirical and is satirical, Make sure you check out Heretics available at <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash Anthem. We're coming up on the no, we're just past the third third anniversary. Yeah. Of Heretics being out there. And still people ask me, Hey, where can I find it? You can find it at YouTube. It's all available on YouTube and For free. at, at OTHAnthem.com. But this is all funny satirical stuff. Go find it. Yeah. And it's uh and watch it before market. watch it before uh,
0: all satire is banned. Yes. Because one person stepped way the fuck over the line and now we all get punished.
1: And it's a religious satire, so if you are uh of a religious persuasion, it may not be for you. That's uh that's my warning. I okay. Suppose. Yeah. So I don't um, really think we
0: crossed any lines there though. No,
1: and it was just like making fun of religion in general. Yeah. And not really making fun of, but just like taking a satirical tint on yeah. on oh, also if you're I you mean if anything
0: s- we made fun of like uh uh televangelists. Yes. But I feel like most decent Christians should be making fun of television this anyway.
1: And uh, if you're a huge superhero fan, you may also be offended. So maybe there's two camps there where yeah. it's like the satirical superhero I think the superhero people are, are okay though. I haven't heard any complaints. No, no. Uh, I think most of them just worship their heroes as they are. So uh, <laughs> if you're wondering what we're talking about, Check out the Hero <laughs> Takes* available at otheanthem.com and youtube.com forward slash anthem. Uh, you don't want to miss out on that while it's still available. So, um, something that is far less funny, yes. but still topical. Uh, Incredibly concentra- not funny. Yes. Uh, concentration camps. That's a thing we're still doing here in America. Uh, and now we're at the point where the Vice President of the United States is visiting one of them. Yeah. And saying, hey, it's not so bad here. While there are children in the background using uh, tinfoil as blankets, and the reporters are asking him about the, distinctly, the distinct smell of human waste yeah. that is wafting through the place, and he's ignoring it as if it's not there. But by the way, not surprising. Because... Just based on everything I know about Mike Pence, I feel like he could just literally be walking through a war zone and just mm-hmm. be like, "Yeah, this is all going nothing really well. to see here. This is all going really well. <laughs> well. Things are looking looking up." And it's like, "Zing." zing. This is the
0: so uh, I have no problem with Christians. I'm gonna I'm gonna state that up front. <laughs> uh, now I, now <laughs> we do to
1: the Corey one shot. All right, go
0: ahead. Yes, <laughs> I have no problem with Christians, but uh, I feel I I I don't understand how you can consider yourself Christian if you walk into a situation. Where there are people lined up in cages, sleeping on the floor with aluminum heat blankets, where it's 95 degrees, smells like shit, there's no ventilation, there's, you know, 100 people sharing two toilets or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, all these, like, g- like it, you, you would... If we saw this on the news, if some crazy third world country we'd never heard of was on the news and we saw children living like this we would be like we have to give them yeah. humanitarian aid or let's invade
1: and free them yeah. <laughs> like or like send
0: the red cross or something like there would be there, you know and and it used to be that if you were a christian and you saw something like that you would say there's no reason why us the richest country in the world can't do anything to help them. Yeah. And maybe we can't help them as much as we want, you know, like there there was a lot of talk of like what can we really do to solve the African AIDS crisis when that was at its highest points. Huh? And a lot of it was like there's not really anything we can do. I mean, we can give them drugs but they might not be able to use them properly. But
1: anything we like, can do uh, is still a step in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, and I, I just don't get how
0: how he could walk into that room and see that and just be like all's well that ends well. Like, it, like you've clearly made your choice that you were more of in the mind of punishing people mm-hmm. for a offense than you are for trying to do right by people. Yeah. I mean like I we talked a little bit pre-show about it. I think that uh there there have been varied points where we've been closer to a more reasonable immigration policy. Yep. When migrant workers were allowed to come and go. And it wasn't offense to cross the border of any kind. You were allowed to come into this country and work for, you know, like uh, (laughs) picking tomatoes or something like that during the farming season. And then you could go home to your country, whether it be Mexico or El Salvador or anywhere else in Central America, and, you know, go back to your family and provide like this was this worked for both Central America and for the United States of America. Yes. And the reason why it fell out of favor was because the overtly racist part of the. The Republican Party mostly was saying that these uh, these illegal immigrants are coming over and stealing our jobs. Meanwhile, nobody wants to get paid four dollars an hour to pick tomatoes no, all day. Absolutely, like, not. It, it, you weren't giving it, You know, the the argument of they were taking our jobs was a a, a smokescreen for saying I don't want brown people to come to this country. Yep. I don't want Mexicans to come to well, this country. I'm
1: worried that they'll like yeah. it and they'll stay. And yeah. guess what happened when you shut down that program? They liked it and they stayed. Yeah, like. like <laughs> it, 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 at
0: least that part of the system worked beautifully for a while. Yeah. Like where, where there weren't people who were worried about getting picked up. If you did commit a crime, if you, if you did like steal a car or, you know, try and rob somebody or rape or murder or anything like that, you would be tried and then you'd sent, be sent home and then you'd be on a list where you couldn't come back. Yep. That to me, that seems like a reasonable approach. If you wanted to come here and move permanently, you had options of seeking asylum if you were in the case of something where you could, you know, like you couldn't be like in Canada and say, like, I need asylum. Right. But I'm saying, like, you know, if you were from Venezuela, which is now war torn, thanks to the United States, and you said, I am worried that my family is going to be killed. I am seeking asylum in the United States. Yeah. That used to be like, all right, come on in. Like, yeah. we, we understand the situation we're in. You're in. We're sorry about it. Uh, come live in America. And then you you would have to pass that citizen test. You would have to which, by the way, go the incredible loops. The
1: current president probably couldn't pass the citizenship
0: yeah. test. Um, or you could just become a citizen. You could you could actually just apply to become a citizen. Yeah. But then that was also cut. I mean, like it's not like uh, a lot of people will say to you, like uh, I. You know, if you want to become a U.S. citizen so bad, you go through the proper channels. OK, well, it used to be that we used to allow a lot more people to try yeah. and make an effort to join to get into this country. Uh, and if you were the father with a wife and two children and you wanted to come from Mexico to the United States and you wanted to become a citizen, you could become a citizen as a group. Yep. You could you could you could do it. Your wife could do it. We would basically adopt your children as oh, <laughs> citizens by the way, because you, you were have a, citizens. You have a job lined up? Yeah. Great. Bump you to the front of the list. Right. We
1: want taxpayers to come in and be citizens. Yeah.
0: And now the number of people that they're even allowing to become citizens is so low. And then uh, in addition, the number of people that we're allowing to seek asylum is so low yeah. that the only path that people see as a way to actually avoid actual horrible situations is by sneaking into the country I, illegal
1: by horrible and situations you mean separating them from their children at the border putting both of them in separate concentration camps torturing them for lack of I mean, no toothbrushes no beds no waking blankets. them up in the
0: middle of the night just because
1: like, yeah I, I, I forcing them to drink I, out of a toilet like uh, uh. i th- there's uh,
0: not only that but there's there's been rampant reports of sexual assault yeah physical assault like, you know, the, treating children like they were prison inmates at a, at an g- adult correctional facility and stuff like yes. that. Like, it, it's, <laughs> I understand if somebody thinks that the immigration policy needs to change and that part of uh, shoring up a stronger immigration policy is having more strict punishment if you get caught. Mm -hmm. I can understand the logic behind that. I don't see the logic in treating people worse than you would have to if this was a wartime situation. Yeah. If I was in Afghanistan and I captured uh, an Al Qaeda fighter who was on the... You know, most wanted list or something like that. Right. I couldn't just randomly rape him anytime I felt like it well, because I was in charge of the. I mean, in charge of the situation. You
1: shouldn't, I'm, but you no, probably did. I mean, did. As I mean an American, it, you probably did.
0: There, there are situations obviously where they got out of hand, but I'm saying like there's, there's. This is not like it would be a war crime to do that. Yes, it would.
1: It, it would be if you got caught. But luckily, we are exempt from the war crimes tribunal. Yeah. Thank you, George W. Bush. <laughs> But I, no, I, I, I take your meaning. This, <laughs> the, the, we are treating people who are coming across the border looking for a better life, who, by the way, in generations past would have easily found a way to do that, worse than we treat the soldiers that we are capturing yeah. who are trying to kill our soldiers. Yeah, and it, that is absolutely correct. And we, I like, mean this, this, it just doesn't do anything. Like you're just traumatizing people for no good and reason. The I mean, wasted like, resources of sending six ICE agents out to a house where they're showing another person's picture to the window to try and get someone to open the door so that they can just stick their foot in. And once their foot's in, then they can see the inside of the house and see if there's anything that gets them inside. Now they're inside. They're in plain clothes. By the way, uh, ICE agents, one of the videos that I saw shot was a homeowner who was having some guys do some work at his house. Yeah. They pulled this shit And thank God it was, like, New York or California or something because you pull that shit in Texas, and that dude's going to shoot you in the face. You're wearing a windbreaker. You don't identify yourself, and you stick your foot in his door and then shove your way in. Well, and the the other side of it, too, is just the the amount of, like...
0: The amount of videos that I'm seeing of like ICE encounters this weekend, where they're straight up lying to people who don't know better. Yeah, like we have a warrant to arrest you. No, you don't. You don't don't have a judge's signature on that fucking thing. Yeah, you have a you have a document that says it's okay for you to razz people, but and then as soon as you get them in custody, you're allowed to start the deportation thing because they're already in custody. But you're not allowed to just fucking randomly pick people up like that. Yeah, no,
1: no, you can't if you see them in public. Yeah, you can. But by the way. Can you identify this dude from the other 10 brown dudes standing next yeah. to him? No, but you scoop them all up. You identify them. Get the one guy. Oh, we got a bonus guy. Two guys that we want. And then let the others go free. And how many resources are we wasting on this? To to look, by the way, it's like some of these videos that I'm seeing on Twitter and on Instagram, I'm just like this is like the the uh, video that runs before the credits in a movie about a dystopian country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we literally are looking... at. It's 1984. These are the videos that are, like, explaining to you the story. Like, I, we don't want to take the time to set up the first act with, how do we get here? So let's just show some news report videos of yeah. things that happened that brought us to this dystopian country that we're about to walk into. I, That's literally happening, and yeah. I'm watching them on my phone. I just don't... Like,
0: uh, to, to me, I don't get... Like, if you had... Say you had, uh, you know, $15 in cash in, in your pocket or something okay. like that. And for argument's sake, let's say $15 in ones, okay. right? Yes. And you're walking along downtown LA and you see some guy eating out of the trash. You don't, like, the Christian thing to do is to say, this person is in such dire straits. I don't need all of this money. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not giving him all 15 of it, I could give him a couple bucks. I could give him 5 something like that at least get a meal like don't eat it out of the trash like yeah. it, it there's there's a part of our human nature that we want to help people we want to be able to provide for other people when they're when they're at their worst point yeah and we want to be able to do things that allow this situation to not occur again like if, if there's something that we could all do to end homelessness we would do it we would we would want to be a part of a solution to that problem but at here we're just randomly creating the problem yes like there (laughs) there's i mean and so much uh, the the fact that so much of this had be became from strictly racist feelings towards latinos is like the 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 uh if they want to come to this country they got to do it legally approach has always sort of been tied in the well, we're not really going to let them in anyway, so yeah. I don't care if they try and go through the proper channels. Like, or like the, uh, uh, they're taking American jobs. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> There's just so much here that just feels like you don't want to help people, and like, why well, wouldn't you?
1: And I will say, uh, downtown D- uh, L.A. gives us an interesting dynamic because as a Christian, maybe you should do the the Christian thing and take out five dollars and give it to them. As a communist, what I do is I look for the man bun wearing hipster walking past me who has a $500 uh, T-shirt on and I punch him in the face and I take his bag with food in it and I redistribute that to the needy person that I've just seen. You're a man of the people, Robert. I mean, we do what we can. We can't build a guillotine on every corner yet. (laughs) So until that day, we punch fastest in their face and take their food and give it to needy people. That's what I say.
0: Yeah, I I I don't know what else. I mean, we we've been talking about this this whole crisis with these these detention centers, yeah, uh, for months now, and it seemed like it slowed down for a little bit when the public tra- pressure got so high, but it, people can't sustain you know another year and a half worth of public pressure just to keep these things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> operating at the at the frequency that they are. And I mean, like, th- 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 you know, it's not like. The, uh, didn't a judge at some point say that you had to return all these children to their parents yes. like immediately yeah. you know what and they like,
1: can't find the parents because they actually sent the parents home so now yeah. these children are just basically orphaned because how does a three-year-old tell you how to find his parents in el salvador
0: well i mean you know uh, uh, we were <laughs> we were watching some video that uh roberto was showing us made from some right-wing lunatic who like would used an opportunity of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez like pausing, pausing, selected <laughs> the twenty five <laughs> seconds
1: yeah. that is uh, towards his cause yeah. and cut it abruptly. Right, yeah. Um,
0: and uh, I I think a point should be made here that uh, I, I'm if 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 a child was separated from their parents because like of domestic abuse or something like that, then the child might go to a foster home for a period of time.
1: Oh, P.S. The child goes to the other parent. Yeah. Yes. You separate the children and leave them with one parent. Say
0: both parents, though, hypothetically okay. here are getting arrested for different things. Okay. Sure. And the children yeah. are being taken away. They might go to foster care for, you know, a week while they figure out where the grandmother lives that will take mm-hmm. care of them or the aunt that will take care of them.
1: Or blah blah blah. Or they try and find somebody else. Two and days until bail gets issued and yeah. one of them gets out of jail and they're like, Okay, here's your kid back. Like yeah. as long as you didn't hit the kid, it doesn't matter. They get their kids back. It, the fact that we, we, can't,
0: we can't have a system. Like, uh, just children in cages. Just like, I, I don't under, even understand what we're doing anymore. Like, yeah. what, who is this? What deterrent does this, does this make? Like, well, you it know. keeps
1: those damn children from walking from El Salvador. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Sure. Well, and uh, luckily, though, if we can start or end now on an yeah. uptick. One small victory. Uh, the Trump administration has lost their appeal to get a citizenship question on the census. And it has basically been agreed by everyone that such a question would basically, uh, nullify probably 7 million, um, responses to the yeah. census. And of course, for those of you who don't know, uh, congressional districts are decided by census, um, and, uh, a lot of allocation of resources, everything. federal resources, but more importantly... Because um, if they
0: say, like, you know, uh, 8 million people live in New York, then they say, like, all right, so federal res- 8, million do- 8 million people's worth of federal resources needs to go to New York City.
1: Right. Now, if 6 million people respond, because 2 million don't want to respond to the citizenship question, Right now New York has less resources but the same amount of people. Yeah. And... What's happening is that uh, and
0: more and more people than should be represented by one congressional district, more importantly, yes, yeah. and uh, and it wouldn't punish Republican districts as much because the likely uh, you know, like uh, Kansas is
1: more white than it's not, yes, you know, and I mean, like and you the, don't
0: have to worry about that citizenship question affecting the Republican majority in kansas
1: there there are some areas where this this rule goes against, typically the Southwest, but like areas like California and New York that are heavily Democratic who could see picking up seats because of this census may actually, with that kind of question, lose seats to other places. Yeah. Um, that are more white. Maybe you shift back towards a 1980s kind of census look, uh, and seating in Congress. And that only helps the Republicans, which by the way is exactly why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, but luckily the court struck it down, uh, and said, you can't do that after the case was returned from the Supreme court. Um, and the administration's attorney said, we are going to comply with your order. Uh, Trump then tweeted, we are absolutely not going to comply with this yeah. order. And we are doing it. And then the funniest conference call that I have ever had the privilege of listening to, uh, where they just took out like a 30-second snippet of the attorney just being like, I, the, Your Honor, I don't know what to tell you. I uh, The president doesn't speak for the administration. And then he's like, well, actually— here it was said that the tweets of the president are the statements of this Our administration. Are official
0: statements of the administration, yeah. So
1: uh, that's where I'm left here. And like basically, I need you to go make sure that these things are being printed without that question. And if not you, someone from your office, I'm going to hold you personally responsible. And if I find out that they are, I'm going to hold you in contempt or I'm going to hold him in contempt. One or the other. So that's up to you. Yeah. Uh, so apparently they started printing the census, but the administration is still saying that they could offer a question that would comply with the Supreme Court's order and post it posted as an addendum yeah. to the census.
0: Well, because basically what the what Roberts said, uh, the too-long-didn't-read version of what Roberts said was the question that you were trying to ask and the, the means by which you are saying that it's necessary is racist. Yes. If you can come up with... If you can pose this question as something on the census and not make it so racist, then we're willing to listen. Wink,
1: wink, nudge, nudge. Now, yeah. let me give you six examples of <laughs> questions that you could ask that would not be racist.
0: Yeah. Would not be based on the race of the person Now, of course, to eliminate them as part of a
1: contention. None of those were involving Central American countries or Latinos. So it's not as if they could just grab that question and use it. But it's like, well, you know, uh Norway has very high dysentery problems. Are you from a country like Norway that has high uh, uh, dysentery numbers? Well, that does basically the same fucking thing. Like, uh, okay, so you're just telling us what country you're from. Yeah. Oh, well. But uh, so one shining shining glimmer is that 2020, which is already going to be influenced by the Russians most likely, uh, but indirectly through Facebook and because they're going to, Uh, get into our voting machines. Um, At least the districts will be a little more fair coming out of 2020. Um, By the way, I
0: I wouldn't just factor the Russians in alone. I I, I think that uh, most of the world powers saw how easily the Russians did it and how little consequence there was for it and we will all try to do something to... Any hostile power out there is going to try and do something to mess with our elections.
1: You mean like North Korea? Or China or... Oh, yes, yeah.
0: Any... Anybody like you Because know. why wouldn't you? I mean, even if you're a friendly country, why would you fuck with it? I mean, like if you're if there's gonna be no punishment, like why
1: I mean listen, if you're if you're not Theresa May anymore, but the conservative government in the UK, mm-hmm. you don't use some resources to try and push the conservative government in the US so you stay on the same page. Yeah. Because strength in the US is strength in the UK. Yeah. And conservative movements, the whole thing is like And listen, France, it only
0: cost Russia like eight million dollars or something like that to yep. do that. I mean, like that's that's nothing to we a national s- government. We
1: spend that on a tire for a warplane. Yep. Like <laughs> so yeah, that, and uh, that's uh, democracy today in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> and I'm proud to be an American. <laughs>
0: anyway. uh, well, you know where you can get more of your patriotic fill. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> oh, the uh, anthem.com, cordo the anthem.com, or the anthem of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and the listener line 443-219-7595. What's that number again? 443-219-7595. And you can find more of me at my website, Cory uh, Facebook.com forward slash Cory Baker Film, and at Legends 5 on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat. I am going to try and see a new movie at some point this week, uh, prior to maybe going to see one at Alamo Drafthouse, and uh, I will report on that. Now that I finally have a little bit of time, yeah, <laughs> I can start doing things. So. Spider-Man
1: Far From Home, though, is up.
0: Yep, that one is up. Uh, I don't know what I would see. Uh, do you want to go to a movie tomorrow? Yeah,
1: or? Uh, This week sometime, I'm sure we can. I don't know about tomorrow. We'll have to oh, see. well, tomorrow I wouldn't be oh, able to anyway. Yeah, you're Wednesday working, right? I might be able Wednesday, to. Wednesday, yeah. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out. We can do it. Um, yeah, and also apologies because I realized I think the front light is getting a little dim and we're getting uh, some Yeah, we're shatters. looking a little darker than usual. Sorry here. about that, guys. Yeah. Uh rocking those. A little batteries. contrasty. Yeah. Anyway. So of course you can find me on our social networks at Robert uh, make sure you check out RobertNCheek.com, where you can find links to my political blog news website and the books which are available on Amazon. You can buy our books. And I realize my deadline for faux volume or edition two is September. So I got to start writing. Uh, so we're going to work on that in the yeah. coming weeks. Uh, so look forward to uh, more posts about that. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, I think we've done good here today. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the, o the Anthem podcast, part of the, o the Anthem Digital Network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody. derche jerkies. <laughs> Wait, what is that from? Wait. Uh, derche jerks. <laughs> can't remember what that's from. I feel like we just got a content claim because uh, we just used something. something.
0: Oh, damn it. Oh, well. (sighs) Well, you did just sing Lee Greenwood, too. Ah, that's (laughs) true. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess we're giving up all that sweet ad money. (laughs) See you next week, folks.